Welcome to the Pull the Shoot podcast with Jeff and Jana. This is our weekly venture into the world of small to medium-sized businesses and the entrepreneurial spirit that drives success. So our goal here is to help you grow and to be the best you can be, both in business and personally. To do that, we identify and we discuss topics that will hopefully help you as you work to build a successful business. We also interview business owners and executives. It's our hope that you may be able to gain insight on ways to help you be a better leader and provide a better culture for your people. Our mission here is to help you pull the chute once a week to work on your business instead of always working in your business. So we hope you find these discussions insightful, helpful, and useful. And thanks for your support. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Well, welcome to the Pull the Shoot podcast, everyone. We are so excited to be here. Jeff and Jana, we're back one more time as always, and we always have so much fun together. Jana, how are you doing today? I am good today. You know, it's in the 80s. It's a good day. It's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. Yes, it's gorgeous. It feels almost, I don't want to jinx it, but like maybe fall might be coming. I know, right? <laughs> I know. it's just been so hot. We're everywhere. It's been so hot. It's crazy, but uh, but I'm glad it's finally cooling off. So, hey, we have an interesting guest today, Jana. We have Javon Wooden with us. Um, and, you know, he's a business coach as well, but he's also a public speaker. He's an author. He has his own podcast. He's done all a lot of things. And so I'm really excited to talk to him and, and just share some stories together. So I think it should be a lot of fun. So Javon, welcome. I'm excited. Yes. Javon, welcome. We appreciate you being here. Hey, it's a, it's a pleasure, Jeff and Janet. Thanks for having me on Hold the Shoot. And my so, dog likes Javon, it too. <laughs> your dog likes it too? I love it. What kind of dog? <laughs> He's a Shiba Inu. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Love it. Hey, Javon, before we get started on, on uh, just what you do, do us a favor and just give us a little bit of background for our listeners so they can understand, you know, kind of how you got to where you're at. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite the journey. Um, so I grew up in Rochester, New York, uh, grew up in humble beginnings, like many of us out there, um, you know, didn't have any money, grew up in poverty, all that story. Um, and I got in a little trouble at the age of 17. Um, I was actually facing seven years in prison. Thankfully, I didn't have to do that. Um, I really feel like it was God's way of telling me that it was not my path uh, to be doing that type of stuff, the street life. Um, so fast forward, I graduated school, tried college, couldn't afford it, uh, ended up coming back home, um, working two jobs until the military came calling. The army, you know, joined the military um, and the rest is history, man. The military really showed me that I was capable of doing everything that I am doing today. It just took a little representation and a little belief. Um, and now here I am um, overcoming a much adversity so I can be on pull the shoot. Oh, that is that. so great. great. What a great story, Javon. I love that. Well, give us two aha moments or two transitional. I mean, do you have, can you identify like two really specific times where you kind of went, okay, I can take the road to the left or the road to the right. And I'm mm-hmm. going to choose, you know, the one that's going to offer me a little bit more opportunity. Absolutely. I mean, sitting in that cell was one. That was the first one at 17, um, yeah. you know, being charged as an adult, sitting in the cell. Um, and it really wasn't until uh, I went to the visitation room one day and my mother and my oldest sister were sitting at that table. Um, and it wasn't until my mom said, hey, I put up the house for you um, so we can get you a lawyer so you don't have a public defender because we know for certain you're going to go to prison if you have that. Um, so if you think about that, um, I have four siblings, right? So that meant my brother and my three sisters could have been homeless and my mother if 
anything had went awry, right? If we mm-hmm. wasn't was to, you know, default or couldn't afford it, they would have been homeless because of me. So that was really my first um, recognition of value um, outside of money. Um, so that was one turning point. The second turning point was actually not when it was one was when I joined the military, but one of the most significant ones that I can really identify is after I came home from my last deployment. Um, I came home in 2017 and I recall feeling fine when I initially got home, but six, seven months later, I didn't feel so fine. <laughs> um, oh, wow. And a suicide bombing had took place uh, in Afghanistan and it took out about 14 of my comrades that included oh. And soldiers. Um, and I thought I was okay. You know, I come home. I'm, I'm, you know, didn't really feel any trauma, but then I started having these nightmares. Now, the turning point was I believe that I started having these issues with PTSD and depression so I could actually get help, mm-hmm. right? Because I hadn't, I didn't even know what that meant. Um, so my sister, I remember calling her one day and I told her, hey, I call her Cece. I said, Cece, I, just don't feel like doing this thing called life anymore. Um, I started having suicidal ideations and I'm tired of this nightmare and I feel like a failure. Uh, and she told me two words, get help. So that was really my first time thinking I could actually get help. I don't have to be Superman. Right. You know, I'm, I'm human. I can talk right. to someone about what I'm feeling. Right. So that was the turning point because I ended up getting a therapist. I got my own coach. Um, and that allowed me to be where I am today to talk about those things and show everyone that vulnerability is strength, right? We don't have to do everything our, on our own. And it's okay to say we aren't okay. That's the only way that you're going to achieve the greatness that is destined for you. God, I, I think so it's so yeah. interesting. Yeah. Jeff yeah. and I talked to a woman yesterday who had, uh, or two days ago, who had a, a son that was going through this at 18. And she she's a physician, but also a coach. And she coaches medical industry, but also just leaders as well. And she said, I, it made me realize that it's that's okay. Like, I, I did that for my own family. So now I'm able to coach that and make that okay for people. You know, it used Absolutely. to be such a stigma 20 years ago, if or 10 years ago, even if you talked about mental illness or needing a coach or needing a therapist, it was like it was some kind of a, you know, that mean, means that you weren't as strong or honorable or whatever. It was a sign of weakness, yeah. That has changed. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. and then the, where I come from in the, in the Black community is even... More recent than that, it's still taboo, actually. But um, yeah. it, it wasn't until about maybe five, three to five years ago that we've actually started having these conversations openly. Yeah. That's yeah and it's almost, I think it's flip flop, too. It's almost like if you don't have a coach, people look at you and go, why don't you have one? Right. <laughs> exactly. well, what, how, how are you going to be successful? Right. Yeah. Well, absolutely. You know, every successful, you know, business owner, CEO, person in general has a coach now. It's has a coach. Yeah. I mean, because you think about what a coach can do for you. Coaches see things from that high, that 30,000 foot view that we're always talking about. So while you're in the maze, they're looking at the maze so they can tell you to go left or right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really the importance of that coach. Yeah, no, it's absolutely. very true. Yeah. yeah, what do you find true. yourself, Javon? Co- who do you coach the most, or who do you enjoy? Co- I shouldn't say enjoy because we love we coaches love coaching everybody. We do, <laughs> right? You know, what I mean, coaching conversations. We don't even know we're coaching, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, but who who do you specifically like to work with, or you feel like you have the most impact with? Absolutely. So, service business 
uh, leaders and owners. Um, so service businesses, because we typically do our work because we have a passion for it. We have, and we feel like that's our purpose. So a lot of us struggle with, uh, the balance of doing the heart work and doing the revenue work. Mm-hmm. So I love coaching us because, you know, that overwhelm is real. So getting, uh, those, those business leaders and owners to realize like, Hey, you don't have to do it all. Two, you don't have to do it that way. And three, you can pivot. Um, you know, so there's the, that in clarity, confidence, and cash flow is what I always talk about. So getting them to those points and getting that triad of of being aligned um, is always. Oh, I like that. Clarity, confidence, and cash flow. Yes. I'm writing that down. Yeah, three three C's. Huh? I like that. Wow. Three C's. Oh, that's, that's funny because I have a three C's of communication. Clear. Um, concise and compelling. So I love yeah. three C's. <laughs> C's are everything and when it comes yeah. to leadership. Business, yes. right? <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Um, so tell us a little bit about, I mean, you, you, I mean, 2017, you're in the military. When did you get out of the military? So I'm going to back you up a little bit here. Yeah. So officially 2019. 2019. Okay. So when did you decide to, to decide to start coaching? I was actually coaching. I actually started uh, my company used to be called Live Not Load. It's now Bright Mind Consulting Group. Uh, but I started Live Not Load while I was deployed. I started the training. Um, so that was awesome. 20, yeah. So so I started then um, and I went through all the, you know, the ICF training to get certified um, and started coaching. Like I start, really started on base on post with <laughs> some of my comrades. Right. Uh, so that's when I initially began the journey. Oh, that's, that's great. Fascinating that they off that you were allowed to do that too, Javon. You know what I mean? Like that you had the time and the wherewithal to do that. That's great. Yeah. I mean, Boy, talk I, about I, a built-in audience. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we're all sitting over there, you know, going through the 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 things that we face, right? Mm-hmm. Uh so it was like, like, why not? Why not use that to to make it better? Um and initially yeah. I started just like, hey, you know, I need coaching hours. Of course, right. we need that to, to be certified. Mm-hmm. So it's free for them. So they like, yeah, sure. You know, I'll yeah, right. anyway. So why not? Oh, that's oh, great. That's great. That's great. And so typically you talked about uh the service business is kind of the sweet spot for you. Um mm-hmm. is there a particular type of service or is it just anybody that offers services? Yeah, it's, it's, it's industry agnostic. Um, so it's, it's anyone who's a service business owner. Um, and I always, people always ask like, am I a service based business? Uh, I don't <laughs> yeah. know, right. So I always, uh, preface it by saying for me, a service business is anyone whose main revenue driver is not a physical project product. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Love that. Love that. And, um, the, the type of, of, um, Businesses, are they like startups? Are they already been in business for a few years or do you gambit? What, 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 where are you at there? Yeah. So typically they've already been in business uh, for a few years. They're typically around the $3 million to $50 million range in revenue. Okay, okay. Cool. Love it. Love that. That's great. And so now you, so you've been out since 2019. We're only four years in and you've written a book already. You've got a podcast going. So talk about all that. What was, what inspired you to do the book? Oh, man. You know, the book was actually on mindset. It's called Own Your Kingdom, How to Control Your Mindset So You Control Your Destiny. And what inspired me was, you know, people always ask me like, hey, you're you're 37. How do you how do you get all this done? Or, or, um, hey, you're 37. You know, you seem pretty, pretty wise for your age. And I'm like, well, you know, really, it's all based on allowing yourself to do these things and allowing yourself to process what has taken place and allowing yourself to try. 
right? Because a lot of us face fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. um, so that book really covered all of those things that I used to overcome the adversity that I faced and turn that really into stepping stones uh, versus um, obstacles. Uh, so it was just, that's what inspired me to write that book. I really, when I wrote it, didn't have that on my heart at all. It just popped in my mind one day to say, I'm gonna write this. And I voiced mm -hmm. it. Um, so it didn't take me as long because it was just based on my experience. Yeah, oh, that's, that's excellent. I love that. Yeah. So What's your funny? book is Own Your Kingdom. Own Your Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Tell us about your podcast, Javon. What what do you who are you looking for to interview? Uh, what is that about? Absolutely. So Design Your Life and Business is the subtitle is the podcast for leaders. But I have to let the listeners know that leader doesn't necessarily mean that you're just the key decision maker and people are following you. It's also you're a leader of your life. Right. You, we have to understand that. So um, we cover everything from personal development that can be mindfulness based stress reduction, uh, mm -hmm. using emotional intelligence um, in your everyday life all the way up to growing and scaling your business. Could be talking about SEO, could be talking about marketing, becoming a million dollar consultant, whatever the case may be. We, we cover the whole journey and the gamut of everything. And we typically interview uh, experts and uh, business owners in those spaces. That's great. So that's cool. good. So you're at, so the podcast is educational, kind of like what Jeff and I do as far as, you know, interviewing People like yes. you that we get to interview, which is yeah. wonderful. Yeah, that's great. Fun. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and no fluff like yours, right? We don't we don't come on here and uh, mindset is important, but everything isn't mindset. Um, you know, we right. go to conferences and all this stuff and that's all they're like, oh, how to grow your business. First, you got to have the proper mindset. We don't do that, right? Yeah. We literally get into what the topic is and cover yes. some insights. And get into the weeds, as Jeff and I say, because truthfully, yes. <laughs> in business, that's what it's about. It's the constant weeds, you know, it's mm -hmm. like... Wouldn't it be nice if businesses were a simple, you know, monster to take on, but they're not when you're in your business, especially if it's your business and you're not working in another person's business. It, yeah, there's there's going to be challenges every day. It's not supposed to be easy or like we say, everybody would be doing it. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's why that's another reason why, like when I do services is tailored, it's customized. I'm not coming here with a one size fits all approach. And I'm sure. You yes. Know. Yep. Um, so, yeah, no, we kind of do that. So I want to dive a little bit. You mentioned a couple of things that that kind of hit for me, and that's leadership. Um, I'm, I'm, I just feel like there's such a, a vacuum hole of misinformation and mistraining uh, on leadership. You know, I mean, people get promoted, they don't get trained and they don't know how to be leaders. And I'm doing all this research on leadership in the industry and I'm finding out, um, you know, one of the stats was so interesting to me. 83% of all companies agree that there should be some kind of leadership training. Only 5% actually do it. Oh, that's incredible. That's, that's a huge a hole. That is it's a like amazing. I was just like, oh my step. gosh. Um, so I think there's this huge, you know, just huge need in the industry um, to just develop our leaders. You know, and, and the, the other thing is, you know, 10,000 baby boomers a day are retiring. So all that leadership from that era is starting mm -hmm. to go away. Mm -hmm. But I don't right. necessarily know that that was the proper leadership either right i mean everything has kind of changed as to what leadership means and what people are looking for uh in leadership so when you javon when you kind of do some leadership training what do you focus on and how do you how do you help them become better leaders 
Yeah, I take a human centric approach. Um, another stat that uh, that has shocked me is 86 percent of employees feel disengaged um, yeah. in their work. Right. So I take that stat and that's what I look to look to address um, in my coaching. Why do they feel that way and how can that leader be more more um you know, amiable to them? How can that leader use their own stories uh, to kind of lead and inspire and influence? So that's really what I focus on. Um, you know, root cause effects, I say. Like, what is the root cause of you falling short or you not hitting the metrics that you want to hit? Um, why are those goals that you're setting important? Because usually in business, we set a business goal, but usually there's also some type of personal tie-in to what's happening. So we can say, yes, we, we want to reduce turnover, for instance, right? We want to induce reduce employee turnover. What does that mean for that leader? You know, that for that leader, it means that they don't have to, they have some consistency in their staffing and their team, right? So they don't have to keep telling the same message over and over and over right. again. Um, mm -hmm. It means that it increases productivity. So I, that's how I look at when I coach, like what is, yes, the business goal, but what is your personal goals that tie into the business goals? Because that's how work becomes meaningful. And I want that for the entire team, right? I want them to really uh, convey the, the business goals, but ask the employees to identify how this helps them in their everyday jobs or in their lives, because that's how you're going to get the most out of people, right? We need stories. We need people to feel inspired. We need people to feel like what they're doing matters. We need to feel like they matter. Um, right. So that's my approach to everything. I'll take a human centric approach. Well, that's great. Yeah. And, and, and so you're right in line with what we do as well, because my, our whole goal, and, and Jan and I do some coaching together sometimes, um, is really, you know, uh, the tagline for Pull the Shoot is grow your people, grow your company, because we yes. firmly believe that if you take care of your people, your people will take care of you. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And you can't do it alone, right? And so by Absolutely. helping them feel that they have a voice, that they're appreciated, that um, that you ask them, what do they need to do their job better? And as long as it's within reason, give it to them. Now they yes. they own that that job, right? Because they're you know you asked them, you delivered, and now they're gonna be like, "Crap, I got to actually do this now because they're they're giving me the tool I need." Um, and to quit always being you know one of the things I always work with the leaders is going, "Look, just because you would do it, you know, this way to the left, mm -hmm. doesn't mean that the guy doing it to the right is not going to come up with the same result. He might find a better way to do it, a quicker way to do it. You know, maybe if it's a product, a cheaper way to do it. Whatever it is." But you got to give people that ability because your way isn't always the right way. And we have to be humble and open as leaders to say, yes. look, I don't have all the answers. Mm -hmm. 100%. 100%. My tagline is similar at Bright Mind. It's uh, transforming leaders, growing businesses, right? So it's, yeah. it all starts yeah. with the person, everything Absolutely. all of us do. So I love that. No, I think yeah, that's, that's great. really good. That's interesting. How do you go about getting clients? What What is, how can we help you? Or how do you go about getting clients, Javon? What do you look for? Yeah. So speaking engagements is, is number one, right? Um, they, they hear you talk, they get to know you a little bit. Um, so that's number one, of course, networking, we all network um, mm -hmm. so we can find referral sources and, and maybe run into some clients. So those are my top two. Um, and then just by proxy, I write a lot. Um, so for Forbes and fast company and all these places, so mm -hmm. people find me there. Um, so that's, that's really how I, how I get the clients. You know, I'm always, I, I look to be omnipresent, you know, you yes. may not, you see me over here, you may not do anything. You see me here, you may be like, okay, I just seen this guy. And then you see me another place. Yes. No. So they say you need, uh, you know, it used to be seven touches, but now it's yep. more like 12 touches. Yes. Um, 12 touches. Yep. Yes. We talk so, about that a lot in marketing. Yeah. Yep. 
Yep. So that that's that's usually how I land them. That's great. That's great. One of the other things we do besides all that, because we do a lot of that as well. Um, and Janet and I both do uh, speaking engagements, which is great. Um, but we do workshops, too. Do you ever do yes. workshops? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I do. It's, uh, I do workshops. I'm actually bringing a couple back coming up. So I'm glad you mentioned that. So workshops uh, are are always a key. So I have one for speakers right now that I'm I'm working on. So you'll, That's you'll great. see that soon. <laughs> That's wonderful, Javon. And you're in the Texas area, right? Houston, everybody. So Houston, Texas. Yes, Houston, indeed. Texas. I love it. Thank God it's cooling down. I heard y'all in the intro talk about the, the temperature. Well, we Woo! feel you. It's been hot. <laughs> hot Houston, too. Texas, real hot. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. One of the hottest summers on record for everybody, right? Which is yes. also a scary side of things. It's scary. Yeah. That, I was just going to say that, Jeff. It's, it's a scary thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, is this global warming thing actually real? I guess it is. It's happening. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's happening right now. <laughs> I know. It's it's a little scary. Hey, Javon, if people want to get a hold of you, how can they do that? Yeah, I mean, my favorite platform is LinkedIn. So if you search my name, Javon Wooden, that's J-E-V-O-N-W-O-O-D-E-N, and uh, you'll see MBA and a light bulb, and that's me. Uh, connect with me. Shoot me a DM. Let me know that you heard. Pull the shoot, and let's get to work. Cool. I love it. Thank you so much for being on here today. We really appreciate it. Um, You know, we just love interviewing uh, different people. We do a lot of coaches, which is great. I love to just hear the different ways that people coach and and what they do. And um, it seems like we're kind of aligned with what we're both uh, planning on and thinking about as far as what we want to give back to people. So uh, thanks for doing that. Yeah. And also what's interesting, Javon, is how you became a coach. Jeff and I love to hear like how, why you did this. Like, you know, he had a passion for it. I've had a passion for it. We both have had kind of different ways in which we've gotten into this business, but Mm -hmm. yours is very compelling and interesting too. I love it. I mean, it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We all have a reason. That's why I love uh, purpose and mission driven businesses, right? Yes. Because the reason is usually so compelling um, and and you just want them to succeed. So yeah, I appreciate that. Passion behind the purpose is what I passion say. Got to be passion yeah. behind the purpose. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Making a dollar and a difference, right? There you there go. You go. <laughs> well, thanks to uh, Javon again and, and Jana and to all our listeners. Um, we really appreciate, as always, uh, we love the feedback. We continue to get that from you. So thank you for that. Um, and we, uh, we're excited that, uh, that we have Javon on today and just to be able to share his story. So thanks for that as well. Uh, until the next time, stay safe and be healthy.